Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. Sports talk network uh, going live every weekday at eight central time. Got to make sure uh, you follow us all over social media: Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of it. But we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plan that's better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash atoz. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Titans. If you get injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, uh, crazy weekend in the NFL, a lot of upsets in the NFL, a lot of upsets in college football. And we'll talk about Tennessee's situation uh, with the Bone and Joint Institute. I will have a doc talk segment with Hinton Hooker tearing his ACL. We'll talk about that at 1230 Central Time here on these same channels. But there is... Uh, updates to be made with Todd Downing's DUI arrest. If we remember Todd Downing Friday morning uh, going down I-65 South, uh, got pulled over by Tennessee Highway Patrol, arrested for DUI and speeding uh, after the Titans got back and flew back from Green Bay after the 27-17 win over the Green Bay Packers. And here's an update, WSMV, uh, did have some extra details. We see there the, the screenshot of the mug shots that we talked about a lot Friday morning, but does WSMV four here in Nashville did add to it and got an affidavit from the arrest said that uh, Downing admitted to be to drinking before driving and was seen driving at speeds close to 100 miles per hour uh, before then complaining of death threats during the traffic stop that landed him arrested Friday morning. Downing was pulled over around 2.30 a.m. on Cool Springs Boulevard after being followed by a Tennessee Highway Patrol trooper who spotted him speeding, estimated going about 95 to 100 per hour, but officially paced at 50 once he got off the interstate uh, in a 40-mile-an-hour zone. Uh, the trooper said during traffic stop, he immediately smelled alcohol coming from Downing, who had red eyes and slow, slurred speech. According to the affidavit, Downing admitted to the trooper he had a beer before driving that according to WSMV and the Tennessee Highway Patrol. So that's that's the update from there. Uh, Zach, you know, how are you feeling about, uh, you know, after the weekend of what it was and where the Titans are with Todd Downing? Well, now we're starting to figure out a little bit more of the story. And that's what, you know, I, I doubled down on Friday saying due process. We need to understand exactly what went down. The speed matters. I mean, 100 miles an hour. If that at all, if you're going 100 miles an hour at that time after drinking, that is reckless. That, I think, is the definition of reckless. Now, it did say that they only clocked him at 50 over 40, still speeding, still worth a ticket by the letter of the law. But now the death threats, I think that raises the question of how did that conversation go down after he was pulled over? I mean, officers... Look, that's why you have you know video. That's why you, there's body cams. That's why there's all of that. And hopefully we'll we'll find out more. But death threats is a serious accusation yeah. at any point in time 
re- regarding anything. It doesn't matter if it's 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. It doesn't matter if you're in a Kmart or a Target on the side of the road. If you're talking about death threats, this is on a whole new level. And I think that opened my eyes to this story of, wow, there's a lot more detail that we did yeah. not know Friday and that I assume eventually we will find out. Yeah, absolutely. And just for the record, A to Z Sports does have a records request in because as Zach mentioned, the body cam, uh, the BAC, we still don't know uh, those two things about this. And you know, I'm curious about the death threats uh, comment as well. You know, it, it, there's, is this a trying to get out of a situation from Todd Downing or was Todd Downing saying that uh, his family said that there were, they were receiving death threats uh, at some point throughout that night. And he was trying to get home fast for that. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, is it we anything don't know. between that? Yes. And so a body cam situation might be able to tell us uh, what happened in the context of the death threats conversation that Todd Downing claimed uh, during the uh, pullover there at the traffic stop. So Again, that's the updated information. We also had uh, Mike Vrabel addressing Titans media on Friday, and he didn't have much to say, but here was Mike Vrabel's uh, opening statement about the Todd Downing DUI arrest from Friday. You know, first off, I would just like to address the incident uh, that occurred earlier this morning with Todd Downing. Uh, I've spoken to Todd. I've spoken to um, Miss Amy. John and I have been in communication uh, with her, uh, with the league. Uh, the league has policies uh, with regards to uh, these incidents, and we'll make sure that the league has all the information uh, that they need. I also know that you have um, many specific questions regarding um, the incident, uh, but out of respect to the, the legal process, the, the process that the league has, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to answer um, many of those uh, specific questions. I will say, however, that um, we all have a great responsibility as members of this community, as uh, coaches and players of this organization, as uh, fathers and husbands and teammates to to make great decisions. uh, And we understand that. And so um, I'll do my best to to answer uh, the questions that you have, but also uh, out of respect to the um, situation, there's going to be some things that I'm not going to be able to talk about. And Mike Vrabel subsequently was really not able to answer any question uh, that the media had. And Chris Harris of WSMV followed up with some good uh, questions uh, about uh, do the Titans have alcohol on the plane? And he basically, Vrabel basically gave a, I can't comment on that, uh, but you know, because of all how legal things and investigations work. So the NFL Working with the NFL on this, uh, the NFL quickly Friday put out uh, a statement basically saying that they are uh, there's strict policy against alcohol on team planes and buses, even though we have seen so many times over the last couple of years, including last Monday night when Taylor Heineke was drinking Bush Light on the Washington plane, that players, coaches, a lot of people do consume alcohol on team flights coming home from road games and we all know that but it seems like the titans are the ones here uh that could be getting 
uh, the league to react to it, but there's a lot more that goes into this. What was your reaction from Vrabel's comments there? Well, and on that, you know, the, the commanders had internal discipline that the NFL came out and said that that was adequate for them. So they confirmed that. Look, it is, it does. Would that have happened without Todd Downing's DUI? The internal discipline from Washington? Probably not. No. (laughs) We all know that. Rhetorical question. Right. Um, But, you know, it is a problem because it's, it's within your company, right? You're drinking, you know, on a company plane. And then after that, you get into your vehicle and you get into a, a situation, right? I think that's the whole point is the situation. We don't know truly what it, what it became. If we fi- find out that he did think something was going on with his family and he was speeding home, was that justified? I, I don't know. If death threats were involved, and I think the chat was bringing up this because I do think this needs to be said is, you know, you're trying to connect the, the dots of what death threats are. And, and this is really on the heels of his best game of the season, right? Mm-hmm. And Todd Downing, it is, it is noted. He has been number one Titan that has been criticized. Right, it ha- it hadn't been Tannehill, it hadn't been Derrick Henry, it hadn't been the defense, it hadn't even been Mike Vrabel or John Robinson or Amy Adams Strunk. You know, culprit number one has been Todd Downing. The yeah. criticism, fire Todd Downing. I think that you know, that was even chanted. It was reported at the Broncos game at some point when uh, when they couldn't you know start getting. I mean that we know that, and so now. It doesn't really make sense after the Titans offense, and this is just what we saw. You know, you you fly back home. You have to drive to your your home, right? I mean, they don't the, the plane doesn't land in your driveway. What was that and why? And this is where Mike Vrabel came in. We all make decisions. Why did Todd Downing make that decision? Yeah. yeah. Was it was it a mistake? Was there a reason why he was going a hundred miles an hour at at 3 a.m. going 100 miles an hour down 65, I that doesn't make much sense sober. <laughs> like uh, that I think yeah. is the 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 question that I'm starting to raise is we got to get a little bit more detail into what this is. And that's why you investigate. And I think that's what the Titans are doing currently with this situation. And they had a little bit more time because this happened on Thursday, Friday morning. But they got a football game to play sure. and a big one at that. They now we're talking football. They don't have the tie break over the Bills. They don't have the tie break over the Chiefs. They don't play the Miami Dolphins, right? They don't play the Jets. The the Cincinnati Bengals are looming and now you're talking about home field advantage, you're talking about structure off of again the heels of the best performance by your offense under Todd Downing Thursday night. No doubt. No doubt. So on the death threat things, I've seen so many mean spirited, ugly, nasty things said about Todd Downing on social media for the last 18 months. Is he receiving death threats? Is his family receiving death threats? I have no idea, but I, you know, I only what you said, Zach, about like the only a body cam type video with audio can un- make us understand th- that situation of what Especially that's Especially in today's age, right? Yes. Ray Rice changed that for everybody, right? Actually seeing an incident is what the public needs. It is just how we make more better decisions and 
not necessarily better decisions, better opinions if you can actually see something and understand the situation. And we just don't have, we have more information. We just don't have enough. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, somebody says, I'm, uh, Mason says, I'm just guessing he brought up the death threats and the cops asked why he was driving so fast. And again, we don't know. It could be anything in between. I mean, we have no idea. Now you're again, assuming, right? And yeah, that's yeah, the, Mason, yeah. that's the whole point of what we're trying to avoid is right. the assumption of what is going on. We found out a little bit more information, but far from the full story. Absolutely. So that's why A to Z Sports does have records requests in uh, for body cam footage and audio, and also uh, for uh, the BAC level for Todd Downing as well. But let's ask this question, Zach, and, and move the conversation forward to the field because you mentioned it, huge game with the Bengals traveling to Nashville uh, next this upcoming Sunday after Thanksgiving. Will Todd Downing coach for the Titans Sunday against the Bengals? Will Todd Downing be on the sideline calling plays uh, in this game coming up We'll get your opinions, your predictions coming up here. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And set your uh, ca your calendars, ball fans, because two things happening today with the Bone and Joint Institute. One, at 1230 Central Time, I'll be talking right here with Dr. Scott Arthur, who is a knee surgeon orthopedic surgeon there at the bone and joint institute about hendon hooker's acl tear that happened in south carolina saturday night unfortunate devastating all of those words are applicable there but we'll find out more information about the the sand on the field everything there with dr scott arthur at 12 30 central time right here on these same channels and also i will be uh, finding a winner for the tennessee vandy tickets coming up on saturday tonight so we'll announce those Tuesday as well. So check that out. Boneandjointtn.org. That may be a pretty good game. Vandy I'll be streaking. There. I'll be and, there freezing my you know what's off. I mean, that 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 lots of the whole life. season changed. Uh, yeah, oh my god. Again, unfortunately. I, I don't want to get into it because but it we'll also wait. changed we'll, for yeah. Vandy, you know? Yes. So uh we'll find that's a meeting on West End. They'll right. they'll battle it out. Uh, well, you can battle it out on BetMGM. I hit a, man, I, yes, I hit a parlay last night thanks to the Chargers, and I actually teased it up to plus seven. It was the last leg of my parlay to win a couple hundred bucks. And, man, did I have a lot of fun last night watching that Chargers game. And once the Chargers scored, I, I kind of took a deep breath. It ended up being a very good game. But, I couldn't have had that fun without BetMGM. You can have that entertainment and that cashola with promo code ATOZ Sports. New users get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. And also, I'll tell you a little bit later about World Cup. They got a World Cup deal going on, which is awesome for already existing users. So that's BetMGM. Download the app today. All right. The question we're asking here is Will Todd Downing coach for the Titans Sunday? against the Bengals. I'm trying to scroll back up to the top of our comments. We're getting a lot of comments here. Uh, Lou Man says, yes, he will. Uh, let's see. Eric Alonzo says, yes. Guy says, yes. Uh, Steven says, no. Uh, Andre says, no. Uh, Miko says, uh, it's more to the story and he can't hide behind Coach Rabel after this. And we'll have to find out more about that. Avian Texas says, yes. Van says, no. Steven says, Yes, uh, because Mike Vrabel is a softie. 
Jason says no. I don't way think, wait, 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 let's time out real quick. Yeah, I don't, I've never read anything of that nature in the sense of Mike Vrabel and Softy. Yeah, <laughs> that I is not, that's like you say it's Zach Bingham and quiet. Like they just don't do it. <laughs> yes, Zach doesn't yell. What? <laughs> uh, let's see. Jason says no way as he coaches. Uh, Desi Nate says no. Er, different Eric says no. Uh, Jamel says nope. Tim will be the OC, as in Tim Kelly. Ian, our guy back in the pond, says Tim Kelly. Uh, Xavier says, after that, no. No way in hell. Wilbur says it's Tim Kelly's season. Jay says a no. Lane's a yes. Nate says no getting out of here. I, I don't know. This is not necessarily a fireable fence for Todd Downing, but we'll talk more about this. Uh, Bork Borkington says 0% chance. Uh, let's see. Chris Frazier saying no. Devin says no way he stands on the sideline. What kind of message does that send a player? That's an interesting point there, Devin. So we'll stop there. And, and the Titans, the, the title of this show, Zach, is the Titans have a crucial decision to make with Todd Downing's DUI arrest. And I think it kind of goes to what Devin just said. Yeah, it does. And I think that this is a very good question because it's it's kind of predicting the yeah. decision-making of a franchise. And if they're saying that it's unacceptable, but then – letting Todd Downing stand on the sidelines. I mean, it's a great comment. I mean, honestly, you get Devin, you're getting the love of the show because I do think that that kind of sparks this entire conversation. You know, they have to do their investigation. I think that's fair, but they've got a, a high noon kickoff breathing down on them and it's big. You know, the, the Cincinnati Bengals are no slouch. They just beat the, uh, they scored a lot of points against the Steelers. And we all know Joe Burrow and then the redemption factor, as you kind of mentioned at the beginning of the show uh, with Ryan Tannehill and, and, you know, at home, all of these different scenarios. Also, probably performing the best offensive performance. And maybe, I mean, it's definitely dating back to last year, but is this the spark? And that was a Todd Downing play, uh, call, you know, called game. We complimented how well Todd Downing actually called those plays on Thursday night. I mean, he put the team in position, and he's he's got it gotten better. So here's where I'm at, and th- I mean, this is tough. Yeah, because you know, it's it's not should, it's will. Yeah. God. All right. So let me let me. Do you have your answer? Well, I do want to get this. Uh, you know, Noah gave Sam a significant lunch and, and Noah <laughs> added to it. So Noah did the 1999 says, I don't think he'll be back Sunday. Too much negativity and everything uncovered seems to make it worse. I'm nervous for Sunday because I'm unsure if Todd is actually good and players are bad. Sunday could show what's what. And then uh, uh, Noah then adds uh, also Sam's lunch money. Let's get this guy some Jay Alexander's. Uh, so, I I have something, Zach, that I want to read, but I don't want it to necessarily influence your thought here on this question. Is that fair? I want I want to know yeah, your Yeah, but opinion. I don't know my answer. No, I know. I don't but, know. Right. And that's why I'm saying, like, I have something I want, I have something, but I don't want this to like influence you one way or the other. Yeah. Okay. So before you say that, I think my struggle is the Titans haven't shown us any cards right. that they're going to lean one way or another. Maybe I could look into the fact that they have not suspended him indefinitely after that. Maybe that is leaning more towards a yes, he will call plays. But it's, you know, is he is he at work this morning? 
Yeah, that's and that's the hard thing is we don't know. Uh, and you know, with it being Thanksgiving, I don't know what the Titans work week looks like from a media availability standpoint. Like I know no. Titans play Titans coaches are there. Regardless. I can tell you, I can tell you it works. Uh, the coordinators are going to be unavailable this week about uh, due well, to Thanksgiving. Well, no, but it's because coordinators talk on Thursdays. <laughs> and so that's, uh, but I, you know, the Titans always have availability on Thanksgiving uh, every year, uh, whether, you know, they play Sunday or not. Uh, they have that there. And I also want to say this, Mike Vrabel's press conference Friday was done via Zoom only. And I do want to throw this out there because there was some speculating that Mike Vrabel's presser was via Zoom because of Todd Downing. Uh, Buck told me, that Thursday night after Vrabel talked in Green Bay, it was said that his press conference Friday would be Zoom only, hours before the Todd Downing uh, DUI arrest happened. So I don't know how that's going to be handled, but we'll figure it out. So Zach, you, you should don't know where you're going to go with this answer. This is this might be the most indecisive I've seen you on one of our questions. Yeah, because I I just don't know how the Titans are thinking. All right, I think I'll, he's at work today. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll answer it. But it's wild that he would be on the sideline. I, that's why Devin got the love of the show is because to think that that is acceptable, which regardless of the situation, there's essentially zero punishment. Yeah, and, and remember, Todd Downing's not a booth guy. He's a sideline. No, yeah, he's a sideline That puts him front and center, CBS cameras all over him. The entire, like, there's a lot to go into this. So, and look, Mikey brings up, it's a bad look on the franchise. The owner is asking the local lawmakers for a lot of money. It's true. And now this looks like the team's breaking the rules, letting people drink on team planes, right. suspend, suspended him like a player would get him three games. Or So, Mikey, let's bring up this. What if this DUI was... A player. I don't want to. I don't want to give an example of a player because yeah, it's unfair to his reputation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what if it was a player yeah. that got a DUI in the same circumstance? What would happen to him, Austin? I'm trying to well, lead myself to any sort of water. Uh, and, and that's and I, Titanium Titan says, get Sam to go around and investigate. Sam, thanks to Noah's lunch money, uh, you know, Sam's already been putting in records requests. So we hope we can get something back uh, for that records request too. I wanted to mention that a couple times, but I, I also am reading. Uh, from one of Sam Phelan's articles on a to Z sports.com from Friday, the NFL does have a DUI policy and DUI offenders can be suspended for as many as three games for a first time offense, as many as three games. And that's a league policy. But Zach, you kind of mentioned in our pre-show conversations, the league is not going to do anything until the investigation is complete. The Titans are, the ball is in the Titans court right now because the investigation is still ongoing. So, yeah. and the clock is, and the, the week is not stopping, right? Like life moves on. Investigations happen. There's a game on Sunday. There's meetings today. There's stuff, practices on Wednesday. The life goes on the NFL and the Titans have to figure out what to do. And so, Nick says no suspension yet until he's guilty. Zach, I have, look, it's not an apples to apples comparison, but I do think it is a fair 
example to use for a legal situation that's ongoing. And I'm going to use that to answer the question. Is that fair to you? Yeah. Okay, but I want you to tell me about Farm Bureau Health Plans first. Yeah, FBHP.com is where you need to go to change your health plan. That is what I did at the beginning of the year. That's what you need to do. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Better coverage, better rates, better service. I got all three. So can you. You take a quick health health assessment, and they give you a quote. That quote includes great coverage, and for me, I save 20% per month on my health plan because of that. If you're in the state of Tennessee – they got you hooked up. Visit fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. They got you. And that's right there at Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. Also, download the BetMGM app and you can win big with code A-T-O-Z Sports when you sign up with a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000. Got one more game tonight in week 11 before we move forward to week 12 in the NFL. But download the app, use code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000. So, Zach, um, I, I got something I want to c- kind of compare this to. I think it's a fair way to handle an ongoing investigation with a legal situation. So, Todd Downing investigation is still going on. The Titans play the Bengals on Sunday. I think it is the right move for the Titans to not allow Todd Downing to coach Sunday against the Bengals. So, back in October, Tennessee Vols safety Jalen McCullough was arrested for assault, felony assault, after an incident at his apartment near campus. He did not play until that legal situation played out. He was not. He was just suspended indefinitely. There were no charges on him. He just did not play yet, and they let it play itself out. He went through the uh, campus student uh, situation there with their legal system. They let the legal system with the county play out and the arresting officers. They just let Jalen McCullough sit on the sideline and not do anything, but he was still around around the facility. He was still working out. He was still in meetings but he was not playing in the games. I think the correct way for the Titans to handle this is not allow Todd Downing to coach in the game on Sunday or any game moving forward until the investigation is over. That's the right thing for the Titans to do. And the NFL's policy is if you're convicted of the DUI, you can be suspended for as many as three games. Does that start that clock? Sunday against the Bengals, right? Because what you don't want to happen is for Todd Downing to coach Sunday and then now he's suspended for three more games. Now you just don't know what is actually going to happen. So I say don't let him coach Sunday against the Bengals and maybe, just maybe, that starts the clock for a potential suspension if it comes down to that. I think that's the most fair way to handle the situation. So you're kind of saying self-impose. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you have to do. I think it's, you know, it sucks because... But it's not college football, right? No, 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 no. No, and those... and Well, Washington said they handled their drinking on the plane with Bush Light internally. Like, like they weren't going to do anything if this downing situation didn't happen. But Jalen McCullough, whether it was right for him to hit the guy that walked into his apartment or not, whether it was uh, he was going to get charged with that crime or not, it still sucked for him to not have to play, even if he's innocent. 
but it was the right way to handle the situation legally. This is the right way to handle the situation legally is to not put Todd Downing on the sideline to coach against the Bengals on Sunday. This is a big game. I don't know oh, what yeah. I, I don't mean, know what TV crew is on it. I don't know. I haven't looked at the schedule yet. I know there's a bunch of games on Thursday, so it's a lighter Sunday in the NFL. And so I don't know if it's is it going to be Tony and Jim on there with CBS cameras where they got the max amount of cameras for a broadcast where one of them would be on Todd Downing at all times. I mean, you don't want this to be a story Sunday from noon to 3 p.m. And so the way for that to happen is to not put him out there. I definitely think they're going to, it's Monday, right? So they have yeah. until Sunday. So they're buying time as much time as they possibly can. I do think that he's going to coach. I'm going to go the opposite way. Wow. I think that you've, you've stated a fair case and I'm not doing this just to disagree with you. I just think that they are going to, Todd Downing has a side of what happened, right? And you don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But Todd Downing has stated, again, there's no justification for drinking and driving yeah, that's, regardless. That's the, that's the side, you know, that's the... It, yeah, but, it but, but the death threat thing, something that is very unique and peculiar. That, that strikes the red flag for me is because saying somebody has threatened your life, you that is not something that you should take lightly or a company should take lightly. I mean, Austin, if I tell you that somebody has threatened my life, like that, again, that, that's what the report says, and we're just trying to read in between the lines. And, yeah. But in any way, I... You know, now you're kind of do you how do you support your employee if that's the case? Again, there should still should be punishment based on the action because if he was drinking, but also that's the in the eyes of the law. That's the whole and I'm sure we got plenty of lawyers in the chat, right? A lawyer's job is to prove if a breathalyzer was not taken, that the field sobriety test was based on the opinion of the officer, and that's yeah. one man's opinion. And he did fail the field sobriety test. We do know that. Again, we do not know what uh, Downing's BAC was, and, and we don't have any video or audio from the pullover, which is why A to Z Sports has sent in the records request. That's such a big deal here. The records request and the BAC and the body cam footage is so big, and the dashboard footage from the potential vehicle, too, to get Downing's field sobriety test to pick up any potential audio from Downing talking about the death threats. And again, I've never received a death threat in my entire life. I have no idea, no idea how I would react if somebody threatened me or my family. No clue. But again, a DUI is 1,000% avoidable at all times. We talked about that on Friday, especially with the Titans having the deal with Lyft where anybody who is employed by the organization gets a free Lyft ride, no matter the cost, no matter the time of the day, no matter anything, that they get that to them, for them. And if Todd Downing was receiving death threats, I mean, I think one, if you are under that mindset of receiving a death threat, you're probably not thinking clearly anyway, which is also not a good mindset to be in while you're operating a vehicle trying to drive home. And he was pulled over on Cool Springs Boulevard. So 
from the airport. That's a pretty significant, that's probably 25, 30 minute drive there. Now he was going a lot faster than that. So he's probably yeah. making it in 15, <laughs> but that's a significant drive for him to be stewing over a potential death threat. And so I, you know, I want to see the body cam thing, but again, I still feel the right situation to, and the most fair way to handle this. You cannot let him coach on the sideline on Sunday. I also think you can't hide him in the box on Sunday either because he is a sideline play calling coach. He's either on the sideline or he's not in the stadium. Like you cannot, you can't, if he was in the booth, Maybe you can get away with the extra tent on the glass window or something like that to hide him, but you ain't, you cannot hide him in the booth. He can't be in that stadium. But also, you know, and Sheila brings up this the Titans have to be careful for not getting, I'm going to go to the same of sued by Downing because of assumed innocent until proven guilty, right? So that's why I went the other direction that he will is because Todd Downing has a side. And by the letter of the law, we need to investigate. And if they just punish him, again, I, that's kind of why I the suspend indefinitely until we find further facts is the easiest way to approach any situation because it is not sitting here saying that Todd Downing is guilty, but it also is taking action. And then you have that period of time between Friday and Sunday at noon or prior to that to make a decision based on your findings. And if you don't have enough evidence in that seven to eight days, then he continues to be suspended indefinitely because the investigation is ongoing. So they didn't do that. They didn't take the same approach that maybe I would have handled it. But that's probably why I think that he will coach is because Todd Downing has a side. Uh, yeah. And so uh, some, you know, Devin did bring up that, you know, Todd Downing signed a contract. So I, I don't know what le- legal action he could take towards the titans uh, i think it's it you know i would think yeah but people under contract no i know I, but I, again i would think in the titans contracts with their coaches and players that there's something in there that if there is a legal situation the titans can handle it with some type of indefinite suspension until investigation is complete i would you know this is a this is not just like you know a podunk you know family-owned company that has you know, simple contracts. This is a, a billion dollar industry in a franchise that has ridiculously long contracts, I'm sure. So, you know, I, again, I don't think you can put him out. I think you let him coach throughout the week. And I think with Thanksgiving's wrinkle in here of limited media availability, potentially on Thanksgiving when coordinators typically talk and with Todd Downing under investigation, he's also got the ability to say, Look, I can't answer any questions about the ongoing investigation, and you have that ability to hot to to slow things down. I say let him do his job during the week, but you cannot put him out there when when cameras for CBS are all over it. And okay. hell, you can even not put him out there when the media is able to be there for the first 15, 20 minutes of practice. You can even have Todd Downing walk out late after the media goes inside. I mean, there's so many different ways that Titans can protect Todd Downing and themselves this week before Sunday to, again, protect the Titans organization, but also, you know, to handle it however they want to handle it. And again, this is ideas that I'm coming up with for the Titans if I was in the Titan situation. When do you think in your scenario, so I'm saying that he's going to coach Sunday. You're saying he's not. 
when are they going to announce that then, in your opinion? Or when should they, right? Uh, I mean, they're probably not going to until, I mean, I don't expect until Sunday. Well, I mean, is the, like, when is the investigation over? That's the caveat that we don't know. Like they still have five full days to investigate this. So, you know, I I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would guess either uh, if there's no investigation complete, then we're not going to hear about it until Sunday. Or in, until somebody breaks the news, maybe Saturday afternoon when NFL news comes out. But um, and so real quick, Nate, Nate, come on, man, I, I I like you a lot, but Austin, honestly, are you secretly happy about this? Hell no, no, I'm not happy about this. I can think Todd Downing's a bad offensive coordinator and not good for the Titans long term, and think that he's lost the Titans a couple of games this year and and, and last year, but absolutely not. Am I happy about this? This is a crappy situation for everybody involved. I feel bad for Todd Downing. I think he's a good guy. I've said that several times. He seems like a good guy. He's taken ownership of bad play calls this season and last season at times and not run from that at all. I'm still criticizing his ability as a play caller, but man, that sucks to have like, what is your probably best play calling game on prime time in a big moment. And then for this to happen, it's avoidable. But I still feel for the guy. He's a human. He makes mistakes. It sucks. And so I don't feel, I don't, I'm not happy about this. Get out of here with that. That's terrible. If I could give you the opposite of the love of the show, I would do it. But they don't have an option for that on Facebook. No, there's just a ridiculous comment. I hate that people put things like that out there that somebody could like potentially see, oh, Austin's happy about Todd Downing being arrested for DUI. No, get the hell out of here with that. That's so stupid. That's that's reckless for you to even comment that. And I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up <laughs> so I didn't ignore it. If I ignored it, then maybe somebody reads into this thing and Austin's happy about Todd Downing getting a DUI. Heck no, I'm not happy about that. It's ridiculous. Well, look, Titans have a situation on their hands. This is going to be ongoing, and we're just going to have to figure it out day by day, the information. But there's there are le- there's a lot of legs to this story. This is not just a simple mistake, apology, and move on. The death threats, the 100 miles per hour, the linking of when he was drinking on the plane, which is an NFL property or a Titans property, to drive, that's a whole other circumstance. And then the decision on sidelines on Sunday, you know, because now the broadcast has a responsibility to bring it up. Yes. Now <laughs> this is journalism. This is journalism, right? Yeah. Like now the broadcast has to put their journalistic hat on and go do some reporting themselves. And that- so here's, here's something else that I did, you know, uh, John did say, Austin, there is an angry uh, reaction uh, motion on Facebook. So maybe I could pull that up, but for Nate's comment, but I did think of this and it's just ironic. I don't know if it means more or if it's just ironic or in a consequence or, you know, in con- whatever it might be. But the Titans had a situation happen where the NFL reacted uh, with a league policy saying that alcohol is not allowed on planes or team buses. When we all know that's been happening throughout the entire league for decades. But the Titans have something that makes the NFL act. And I, and I immediately thought about 2020, COVID year. The Titans were on the forefront of a national story during the COVID outbreak that made the Titans look bad where the NFL had to react. And so many national talking heads and, and you know were throwing flames at the Titans for 
disregard it was so ridiculous especially right? of what we know now yeah for disregarding the the covid protocols and everything that there but i i did think it was ironic that in the last two calendar years last 24 months the titans have been a face of an of an nfl reaction based off of something that everybody was doing right like during the covid situation all 32 teams were having situations with masks and protocols and being lax and this and that and everything, right? Everybody had that because it was impossible to keep it up. And then everybody's drinking on the plane. You got bush lights in a trash can with ice on a plane. And Taylor Heineke is sitting there looking, you know, like he's having a great time. But the Titans offensive corner, he gets a DUI. And now the NFL has to puff their chest out about it. Again, yeah. irony. I don't know if it means anything more or less, just flat out irony. And well, I, they're going to have to make a decision before Sunday. So something will be decided. I, I did get an email just now from Robbie Boren of Titans media relations for this week's schedule. So today, Monday off for media uh, tomorrow on Tuesday, it is basically what Wednesday would be Vrabel and interview Vrabel at the podium, uh, Ryan Tannehill at the podium and open locker room like normal Wednesdays on a Tuesday. Wednesday, interviews on the podium for coordinators and Derrick Henry on Wednesday and offensive and defensive assistant coaches made available and Thursday off for the media. So Todd Downing is scheduled to speak with the media Wednesday at noon. So I'm going to now... Now I know more information. I am going to double down on my opinion on that he will coach on Sunday. Because I think what is going to happen, Todd Downing is going to apologize for the mistake he made, but also not answer or comment on anything else regarding the situation because it is a legal matter. And it's going to be, like anything, held up in court until... It is dropped or, right? I mean, there are you can hire a really good lawyer to get out of a DUI, Austin. And if that's the case, then he's now not guilty. So he shouldn't be punished, right? I mean, conceptually, I'm not talking about like the actual incidents, but in the history of time, people have gotten out of DUIs because they've had really good lawyers, right? That's why you can pay to play. They pay for a high, high, and especially for a DUI, and he's got, you know, he got millions of dollars. You'd be fine for that. If he eventually, if it's dropped, if the charges are dropped, then he's not guilty. So that I think is what's going to happen. That is my full prediction. And I don't know. Look, it took me fifty something minutes to get here, but I eventually got, and I am now. I'm not indecisive. I am decisive. I think that's what's going to happen. Dude, Mistake, do you, do, but Todd and, Downing will continue to be the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, I think he's going to continue. It's to, the Rashad Weaver situation. They waited for months and months, right? You remember that? Yeah, now, but that's I, it's different. It's a it's, different legal matter. Yeah, but yeah. The process, the concept, the conceptual process of how they handle legal issues. That's what I, I needed. I needed something to look at to say, okay, I, I know show me what like, you've done in the past. So I could predict what you're going to do in the future. And so DUIs, like, again, I don't have a lot of experience with 
DUIs and, and how they end up playing out, but it feels pretty cut and dry that if he has a BAC, which you could also deny the BAC, right? Uh, he did fail the field sobriety test. Um, again, I don't know how it would get, have charges be dropped with him admitting to having a beer and all the other things. I, I just, I don't know how that lines up. And again, I don't have the experience uh, to know uh, if, you know, the frequency of DUI charges being dropped. I don't know that. And, and so, and Dadson says, and I don't know if Dadson's percentage is correct or not, but here's his comment. 38% of DUIs are not guilty. That's even after uh, filtering case cases, judges won't uh, take on lack of merit, you know? So I, I don't know what the, percentages are of Todd Downing having his DUI charge dropped or not. I mean, could it be dropped to reckless driving as Nika says? Maybe, but again, he admitted to having a beer. He failed the field sobriety tests. We don't know the BAC yet. We do not have a dash or body camera footage or audio from the arresting officer. Those are all things that we want before we can really figure out what the Titans are going to do here. Yeah, well, and that's they're gonna have to make some decisions. Uh, that schedule, I definitely think, is eye opening. You know, yeah, and and again, like the Titans' media schedule Wednesday, twelve ten to one interviews, podium, coordinators, and Henry. Yeah, that makes me think that Todd Downing is gonna talk on Wednesday, but it doesn't spell it out exactly. But coordinators are Todd Downing, Shane Bowen, and Craig Ackerman, and they've been talking once a week for the entire season. Well, Mike Vrabel will speak. I don't know what he's actually going to say, but uh, it will probably be a, a lot of of the similar things he said Friday. But there's legs to this story. And, and now it's in the legal matter, which is public, right? It's public record. Yeah. All right, let's touch quickly here on the playoff situation. Uh, is it too early or okay for Titans fans to start paying attention to Titans potential playoff matchups too early or okay to start paying attention to these matchups. But first let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, you should call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. Their number is 800, 800, 4,600. Super easy to get a hold of them. Uh, and also have them use their resources for you to recover every dollar you deserve when you've been injured in a car wreck. That's Hughes and Coleman, injury lawyers for a free case consultation. Call them at 800-800-4600, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. It is the sports are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. They're the king of sports books. A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S, all one word. They're hooking you up with a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Download the app in your Apple and Android app store. All right, so is it too early or okay to start paying attention to potential Titans playoff matchups? So I find this intriguing, and Zach, I'll send you the comment section here in a second to see what people are saying. But the Titans are currently the three seed in the AFC uh, behind the Chiefs, who had the tiebreaker over the, over the Titans, also behind the Dolphins, who had the tiebreaker over the Titans based off of strength of victory. And then the Titans are ahead of the Baltimore Ravens uh, based off of win percentage in AFC games. 
So the Titans are currently the three, which they would then host the New England Patriots, who won in a wacko way uh, yesterday against the New York Jets with a late uh, a, a late punt return for a touchdown to win that game uh, against the Jets and knocks the Jets out of the playoffs. The Bengals are currently at seven. The Bills are currently at five. So is it too early or okay for fans to start paying attention to Titans' potential playoff matchups? Look, I, I maintain this. It's November 21st. The Titans are going to make the playoffs. I mean, I think that's right. it. But you're, you're going to drive yourself crazy. What are you going to do? Last week they were playing the Bills. This week they're playing the Patriots. Next week they're playing the Jets. The following week they're playing the Dolphins. Then they're playing the Chiefs. Like, I, like, Don't do this to yourself. This is You're tracking. Like, I do think there is a point in time where you do need to start paying attention and if you're an NFL football fan, you're going to watch the games regardless. But no, don't drive yourself crazy. The, the matchup's going to change next week. <laughs> the Patriots okay. are very good. I mean, we saw that yesterday. It was a 3-3 game, right, until the punt return, which I actually was watching that live, and I was like, whoa, Jets. I will say this. The second that Jets punter kicked the ball, I uh, he outkicked his coverage. And I didn't think it was going to go for a touchdown, but I was like, that is too long. That was a Instead bad a field kick. goal or something. Yeah. 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 And so uh don't don't worry yourself over this stuff. It's November. It, the season's not over until the second week of January. So it because because the Titans again, uh Mike Herndon put this out. A combination of four, Zach, a combination of four Titans wins and Colts losses clinched the AFC South for the Titans. That could happen pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, like the Colts, you know, that this was after they lost yesterday to the Eagles, obviously. But a combination of four Titans wins or, or, or Colts losses get the Titans to clinch the division. So th I think that's the interesting caveat in this, that you know the Titans are going to be in the playoffs as a uh, as a conference or division winner, right? So I think the one thing to start paying attention to where I answer, oh, it's okay at this point is because the bills are currently in a wild card spot in a battle with the dolphins. That's the one thing why I think it's okay to start paying attention to the seedings. Again, I'm not saying you're like, start licking your chops. Ooh, the Titans can totally beat the Patriots. And I'm not saying that I'm just saying, Ooh, the bills could be a wild card team. Well, the Titans, hang on to a three can they get a two or do they get a four and what does that do for the bills as a potential wild card team i think that's the main thing that i am going to start monitoring as you get deeper into this there's a ton of football to play i'm not being stupid here but again that is interesting to me is the afc east is completely a toss-up and the Bills not running away with a division. You remember two weeks ago, Zach, when we started going through the schedule? I was like, ah, oh, the Bills might be like 15 and two or 14 and three. <laughs> I said that on the show. Yeah, that's not happening. So, again, I, I think that's the main thing that I say, yeah, it's okay to start looking at that. Well, Michael Bishop, uh, late December, right around, right before Christmas, right when you're doing your Christmas shopping, when you're in the I'm, mall like, or online. Have already started that. 
Well, not a, guys usually wait. I, I started that on Saturday, and I feel great about it. That's got some things. Early. I got some things delivering the next couple early. of days. That's, that's a little too early. We talking about uh, this is the week of deals, man. Yeah, Friday. No, Friday. Black Friday starts early. <laughs> Catch up. Catch up to 2022 when Black Friday starts after Halloween. Uh, yeah, I, I, but concern yourself mid-December, not not now. It's okay. not even Thanksgiving. All right. that Again, that's the, the bills are the only thing that I've got there. All right, A to Z Sports. Zach, uh, let's wrap up this Monday show with a Monday Ask Me Anything, but tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, uh, Wilson County Hyundai, uh, you can ask them what type of make and model you should buy, and they're going to say, well, we've got it, the perfect one for you. Maybe it's the Palisade. Maybe it's the Hyundai Sonata. Maybe it's the Hyundai Elantra or the Tucson or the Ionic, which is battery-powered. Your perfect make and model is right around the corner at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. That is the trust that Payne Bone and his team will give you is – if you want the Palisade, which is a full-size SUV for you and your family, he's got that. All the perks, all the bells and whistles. You've just got to go test drive that bad boy, and they've got inventory for you guys to test drive. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Download the BetMGM app, and when you're at it, down, uh, use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000. It is so easy to do and so much fun. Uh, college football has been great for me. Uh, this season, and I continue to win big with BetMGM. Also, uh, with with pro football too. Not yesterday for me, but Zach had a good day yesterday in pro football. So download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports, risk free bet up to one thousand dollars on pro football. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Twenty one or older. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification, eligible requirements. Warriors issued non withdrawable for bets. Start credit for bets expiring seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 9789 Zach, Monday, ask me anything. What's our question today? Well, it's actually something that came to us last week when we revealed that you yep. do something that I don't think people do. Regular people do. And that, me, yeah. and that is you don't charge your phone while you sleep. No, I do not. Why? So. And when um, do you charge it? Because that seems like hell. In my mind, that every time you wake up and you don't have a hundred, you're, you're starting from behind. <laughs> so there's a couple reasons. Uh, AB in Texas says it's bad for your phone if you do. Overcharging is something that negatively impacts your phone battery. And I subscribe to that. Uh, two, I have dealt with phone battery anxiety a lot. I used to be the person that would freak out if my phone battery was like under 65%. And then I had a conversation with myself and I was like, you know what? If even if it's 50%, I still have 50%. Like I get all the time that I just used to get from 100 to 50. I get that time again. So what am I freaking out about? Like a 50% phone is totally fine. You just do what you've been doing and plan for the next charge. So why I don't charge at night is because I also, um, with my early alarm that goes off pre 5 a.m., 
I don't want to disrupt my wife by accidentally grabbing my phone where it's at and dropping it because the charger's tight. Oh, I'm, that's, that, no, a, that's no, stupid. That no, is no, no, stupid. No, because that's happened That is previously. the dumbest thing that no, I've that's heard happened. today. You, you know how disruptive it is if I just <laughs> knock my phone that's like basically a brick? What are you talking about? It's unplugging a phone and picking it up. I have to, not, it doesn't Zach, take... <laughs> Zach, I have to reach full arm extended to grab it. I have to reach full arm extended to grab it. That's so, dumb right no, there. <laughs> that, no. that's, that's just stupid. I've the, dropped it. I've dropped plugging, it. So that, that, that there's no justification. The battery thing, I, I honestly, I, I, your phones today, you're going to be fine. Yeah. But to not, because you don't want to unplug it. No, is, because I, because it's, it's easier to drop it if it's connected to something that's pulled tight. You're, you're getting, you're getting drug in the Okay, comments. whatever. You guys Andre, can Andre, bro, what? And, and Justin, no, my wife did not have anything to do with this. So shut up about that. So again, look, look don't get defensive. No, look, no, no. You don't no. have to read the comments. I, don't no. get defensive, but don't okay. say something like that. Cause no, that's I've, ridiculous. I, no, I've, I've done that before where I've dropped my phone cause it was plugged into a charger and the charger kept it from dropping. So all right, I also, <laughs> I also don't do it. The overcharging is the main thing. And plus I wake up early and I've got like two hours of, of work by myself in the morning. So I just charge it while I'm working from five to six 30. Like so that's, let's that's, go power to the people. Do you charge your phone at night? Yes or no? Let's just see what the majority say. Maybe there are more people like I, I wouldn't think that, but maybe there are more people that have your train of thought of, you know, the battery and longevity and, and stuff. I don't know. Uh, look, Stephen comes in there with no. I, I do think the majority are going to get, uh, you know, John says it's considered a fire hazard. Apple stock I, would be no. destroyed if it was a fire hazard. No, so, so let's let's take that out here. Um, Kyle says yes. CJ says yes. Chris does. Kenneth does. Billy Jones does not. So he's with you. Jay does not. There's more. There's a lot of yeses. So I'm kind of uh, reading over those. Um, Bork is no. So that's three. Uh, charge you before bed for Devin, but you don't always get that luxury. Duran is four. Orlando, no, only in the morning because I watch the show. So he charges while he watches, which we appreciate that. And I'm with Bama Brad. Overcharging, I don't think, is a thing anymore. Plus, you get new phones like every two years with the plan that they have, right? So, like, in look, I, I have the 14 or the newest phone. I actually think that it's not very good. Uh, I think <laughs> I, I think I have a glitch. I, I don't know what You'd it rather is. rather go backwards. But I don't think it's because I charge it at night. So, look, there was probably five to four percent out of the chat that are like you but i like i want to wake up with a hundred i gotta wake up with 100. I, I'm, I'm fine like i'm currently at 51 percent. like and here's the thing too it's like i work from home like i'm i'm here all day i have access to a charger whenever i need a charger and so for people who go to the office or or you know driving around for whatever their whatever your job might be i totally get that waking up with a hundred percent is the right thing for you. And that makes total sense to me. But I work from home. I'm here 90% of the time. And I can deal with going out to an appointment, a meeting, an errand, or whatever it might be with whatever my phone battery is because I'm coming right back home to the eight chargers I have strategically placed around my house because everybody's got that too. And so 
I charge in the morning from like 5 a.m. to 6.30. And that usually gets me up to last me the rest of the day. And I'm all good. And if I need to go charge again in the afternoon, I'm home. I got the ability to do that. I don't want to look for chargers. I don't <laughs> like, have to look for chargers. I don't huh? want to think. I don't want to think. I don't like the notion of charging while there's daylight because that means I'm either working too much or uh, I've had a long, long day. Right. Yeah. So like, and a Apollo says eight chargers are on the house. My God, that, that was a, that was an exaggeration. I think I literally have three. <laughs> I have one. My most valuable charger is actually, it's a recliner that I bought years ago that has the charging port in it. It, it, that is clutch. Yeah, and and I, we also have in the living room the main charger is the rapid charger. It takes no time at all to get that baby well, up. And here's here's a bone to pick 30%. with with OtterBox while we're on the topic. You know, OtterBox, I, this I, case always get a case. Yeah, I always get a case. Okay, because there's you know what's worse than having a low battery is having Broken. a cracked screen. Yeah. So the worst part about OtterBox is this is like the Tough, durable one, right? So if you drop it, it's not going to crack. You can't do the wireless charging through this case, which you'd think that they would engineer some way of, because it's like a mag strip, right? That was their marketing ploy a couple of years ago. OtterBox needs to fix that. But so I don't wireless charge anymore. I actually do. I'm going to do any innuendos, but stick it in. <laughs> in the port? In the port. There you go. Is that better? Yeah, that was better. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, uh, Bork, Borkin, since y'all watch sports for work, can, can the recliner be a work expense? Uh, it's already, uh, it, it's already paid. That was, that was years ago. So, I mean, there's a lot of things you can figure out to be able to expense, but uh, that's a different conversation. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this Monday show. Again, remember this. Uh, Bone and Joint Institute, they've been a great sponsor of, on our show for multiple, multiple years. Uh, they're a great resource to all of us. Today, 12.30 Central Time, 12.30 Central Time here in a few hours, uh, I will be joined by Dr. Scott Arthur, who is a uh, orthopedic surgeon. He actually did my knee surgery uh, 13 years ago this week, to be honest, uh, about a Hinden Hooker's ACL tear and what happened South Carolina in South Carolina on Saturday night. So that's at 12.30 Central Time on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. So we'll get you there. And also the Big Orange Podcast will be live later this afternoon reacting to that loss uh, Saturday night as well. And Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. So make sure that you are subscribing and liking all the content uh, on our YouTube channel. Also give us a like on Facebook as well. But subscribe to us on YouTube for all of our Titans coverage and more. And we'll see you guys. I'll see you guys here at lunchtime. But we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.